Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And a very good Monday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again, the Oda Payne Podcast. It's Monday, July 24th, 2023. And the Joe Beningo Oda Payne Podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. Buy Anita Discount Tire and DraftKings as we close in on the NFL season. And DraftKings will be with us for the third consecutive year. Now, it seems like a long time since I've done a podcast. I mean, it's been a while. Uh, worked at uh, WFAN all week last week, filling in, had a, uh, a great week. It was very interesting uh, commuting and going back into the city for a week. I was very surprised I was able to do it without any glitches. I did have a little problem on Monday as uh, I take the mass transit now into the city as I will not drive anymore uh, in Manhattan. So um, what happened on Monday, for anybody who cares, I had no problem getting into the city with the trains and all of that, the pad train on Monday. No no problem. Beautiful. No problem. So we get done. Evan and I get done, I don't know, about 6.15, whatever time. And I bolt out to try to catch the 6.32 uh, pad train, which gets me to Hoboken in plenty of time to catch the 6.57 train that takes me to uh, back home to Ramsey Route 17, the Port Jervis line, right? All right, so I get out, I'm walking. It actually was a nice day Monday. I'm walking, you know, to the uh, to the pad train. I get to the pad train, and the the thing is down. It's closed. The cops are outside. I'm like, what's going on? There was a problem with the tracks. So it's closed indefinitely. They don't know when they're going to open it up again and all of this. So I'm like, you got to be kidding me. All right, now what do I do, right? Here it is. I haven't commuted into the city for a while, so of course I got to put up with this. So now what I do? So I start turning around and heading back to the radio station. On the way, I see this uh, cab driver. He's standing outside his cab. He's smoking a cigarette, maybe like three blocks away from from the pad train. So I go up to him. I said, what the hell? Let me ask him. So I asked him. I said, look, you take me to Jersey? I said, first of all, I said, are you working? He goes, yeah. I said, you take me to Jersey? He goes, yeah, but I got to look at how much it's going to cost because, you know, he's giving me one flat rate. So he says $120 with the tolls. So I said, oh, it's a little, you know, $120. I didn't expect to pay $120 to get home tonight. But what are you going to do? Uh, I guess there were a couple other alternatives, but I wasn't thinking at that point. So I said, all right. So I had him drop me off. He takes me. And I, I got to say this, too. I could not believe on Monday, last Monday, there was no traffic coming home out of, out of Manhattan. I couldn't believe it. The West Side Highway, we flew to the George Washington Bridge. We get over the bridge. We flew on Route 4. I had him drop me off at Boobies, which is the suburban diner. My name for the suburban diner in Paramus on Route 17. Going back to years ago when I was in high school, and there was this uh, waitress that we always seemed to get. Very large waitress, may I add. And she would always call us, Boobies, what do you want, Boobies? And that's how we coined the name Boobies for the Suburban Diner in Paramus. So anyway, nobody cares about that. But anyway, so 
So he dropped me off there. My wife eventually picked me up, and it wasn't too bad. Outside of that, there was no glitches. The rest of the week, uh, mass transit, the uh, Jersey transit was fine. The patch train was fine, and there was no issue. So I had a tremendous week filling in back at FAN. It was just like the old days, although it'll never, ever be like it once was. And there's nobody there. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, you know, ever since the the uh, pandemic went down, nobody comes to work anymore, you know, which is really, uh, it's kind of depressing in a lot of ways. I got to tell you that. But I did get to see just about everybody I wanted to see that I haven't seen for years. So um, it all went pretty good. So we got to give it uh, a plus. But now I'm back. Uh, I'll be doing the podcast, obviously, Monday and Friday uh, till, uh, you know, uh, for indefinitely, we'll put it that way. And we'll let you know <clears throat> when the next live podcast is at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Not sure, but uh, we'll be doing one. I, I would, obviously, it's too late to do one now in July, but we'll be doing one at some point in August before the football season. By the way, how crummy has the weather been in July this year? I mean, really? Like, like the be- usually the best weather months of the year in uh, in the wonderful Northeast here in beautiful New Jersey, just, you know, one of the top states in the country. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you know, anyway, there's a lot, as I always say, there's a lot worse states than New Jersey, but there's a lot of better states than New Jersey. And probably the better ones outnumber the ones that are worse. So we'll leave it at that. But anyway, all right, what crummy weather we've had. Like we had, like this yesterday was really beautiful re-enhanced my tan, played golf Saturday, re, you know, took off from my Saturday show, re-enhanced my tan yesterday after playing golf Saturday at Blue Hill, you know, got to get the tan back in top form, you know, not that it's not in good shape, but, you know, yeah, yeah I'm all about that, you know, but it goes about golf and tans, you know, and, uh, you know, sports actually comes after golf and tans, but, you know, whatever, right? Only my wife gets ahead of those things. So anyway, <laughs> she's, that's it. But nevertheless, remember, happy wife, happy life. But anyway, <laughs> I had my granddaughter cracking up about that yesterday. But nevertheless, where were we? The weather in you. Like, we had those back-to-back Sundays that were washouts, right? I mean, well, <clears throat> so it didn't rain in April and May, so it's going to rain in July. What a disgrace. And even today, I got a, we have a 12-24 tea time, and there's a chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. What a surprise. Welcome. To New Jersey. That's all I can tell you. You know, uh, hopefully you did not have like a, you didn't rent the house down to Jersey Shore for a week because uh, you probably got burned, you know, because if, if it's not beautiful, the weather's not nice and you got a house down to Jersey Shore in the summer and it's raining, uh, you're not doing too much. I can tell you right now. What a disaster. Anyway, let's get back to sports here for a second. Uh, I, I, before I get to the, to my crummy, disgusting baseball team, all right, who lost again last night. You know, we saw Max Scherzer pitch batting practice on Saturday in Boston, and we saw Carlos Carrasco continue to batting practice pitching yesterday in Boston. But we'll leave that alone for a minute. The British Open this year, the Open Championship, congratulations to Brian Harmon as he wins his first ever major and just runs away, really, with the Open Championship. 13 under, he won by six shots. I guess Jason Day was in second place, whoever, Rory, whoever. This was one of the worst majors I can remember in, in a long time. I mean, there was absolutely no juice whatsoever. 
Harmon kind of took the tournament over on Friday and really never looked back. And there was no drama yesterday. There was no drama at all. <clears throat> you know, we had a five-shot lead starting the tournament, starting Sunday, and, you know, never really was threatened ever. He dropped to 11 under, you know, he to a four-shot lead. I don't think he ever got less than that the rest of the way. Nobody ever really threatened him. The weather yesterday stunk as, uh, you know, they're playing in the pouring rain there at Royal Liverpool, you know, Hoy Lake. I mean, just just a terrible, for the final major of the year, it could not have been worse. I mean, how else can you say it? <clears throat> so I'm happy for Brian Harmon, you know, lefty, lefty that he is. Not a lot of lefties win. I guess the last lefty to win the Open Championship had to be Phil, right, Mickelson. <clears throat> As I have all kinds of trouble, I'm in coffee. You know, I'm having a hard time hearing because of the, because of swimming yesterday and my ears are a disaster. Like, my ears need to be blown out. You know what I mean? Just like a lot of guys on the Mets, right? Like Daniel Vogelback, right? Like Stalling Marte, right? Luis Guillaume, although both Marte and Guillaume are hurt now, right? I mean, you know, just like those guys on the Mets, they need to be – my ears need to be blown out. Like, they need to be blown out of town. I need to have my ears blown out, period. My wife's laughing about it. You ever see that commercial? They got this stupid commercial. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, come on, the Mets stink. Anyway, that stupid commercial with the guy, you know, where he's, got, he's getting a hearing aid and he doesn't hear. His wife's talking to him and he can't hear her, right? And who knows? Maybe the guy's doing it on purpose. I mean, you know, yeah, who knows? I mean, you know. If I was still married to my first wife, which I wouldn't be, well, you know, I wouldn't hear anything because I wouldn't be. But anyway, <laughs> so the current guy's sitting there and the wife says, I, I didn't know what was wrong. I thought he just didn't want to hear, listen to me anymore. And he probably married a long time to her, probably doesn't. But yeah, <laughs> you know, probably. So anyway, so that so that's where my, so like my wife's talking, I don't hear nothing. And she's saying, what? Maybe he doesn't want to hear me listen to me anymore. I said, maybe he needs a hearing aid. <laughs> you know, between all the years I've done radio, which really does kind of blow your ears out. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, your ears get, your hearing gets messed up from all the years with the headsets on. But, uh, you know, so anyway, so I'm having trouble right now. So I'm kind of, it's almost like I'm underwater. You know what I mean? You know how, you know where I'm at like right you know how, like, when you when they say when you you get like a seashell at the shore and you put it to the ear and you can hear the the shore, you can hear the you know the the ocean in there. That's how I am right now. Like I can hear like the ocean in my head, and I don't hear nothing else. Because well, as my wife is aptly pointing out, probably because I got water in my ears. So that's why I'm hearing the ocean, right? Now, <laughs> now, now it wasn't ocean water; it's pool water. So it's not salt water, but so I'm having a hard time here. I can talk, but I'm having a hard time hearing. All right. So what can I tell you? So I just want to make sure that my wife understands that if I don't hear her, it's not because I'm tuning her out, but it's because I just can't hear well right now. You know, I try blow my, you know, like you, you hold your nose and you try to, you know, blow your nose like you, while you're holding it to maybe pop your ears. They're not popping. They're not popping. The only thing that's popping right now is my hemorrhoids. But <clears throat> anyway. All right. So the, the, the so the British Open was horrible. I mean, it was no juice, no drama. And, of course, I had Camp Smith. And, he, you know, he barely made. 
Cam Smith had to get an eagle on 18 on Friday just to make the cut, okay? So that tells you all you need to know. And and how stupid was I, not that I would have took Brian Harmon, but how stupid was I that I thought Cam, that I actually took Cam Smith when he won it last year? What am I thinking about? Just ridiculous. Anyway, so to me, the golf season now ends. Once the majors are over, I could care less about, uh, I don't even know what the tournament is this week, but I could care less about the, you know, the champions or whatever they call it, right? The playoffs, the FedEx Cup. I guess it's called the FedEx Cup, right? Like, I, I could give a damn about the FedEx Cup. So, golf to me is over. All right. Beningo, the Yoda Pain podcast. Let, let's get back. Let's get back to the um, to the baseball team. And the Mets stick. It's over for the Mets. It's over. And I don't understand this, right? So, they got all these guys hurt. Marte's hurt. Uh, Guillaume's hurt, right? all these guys. And they did call Vientos up, which they should, and they should be playing him every day, which they won't, but they should. Isn't it? Why do I got to see this guy? What's his name? Berwick, Hartwick, something. It was playing second base yesterday. Why the hell is this guy up here? Where is Ronnie Mauricio? Mauricio hit a, a walk-off home run the other day for Syracuse in the minor leagues. Why is this guy not here? Why is he not here? The Mets season's over. It's over. I know the trading deadline, maybe after the trading deadline at the end of the week, maybe they'll bring him up. <clears throat> I don't know. But isn't it time for Mauricio to be here? How much longer do we have to see the absolute, I know he had a home run in Boston on Friday, but the absolute stiff Daniel Vogelback, how much longer do we need this? Bring up the kid. The only thing we should be seeing right now with the Mets is the development of the young guys, Francisco Alvarez, Brett Beatty, Mark Vientos, and Ronnie Mauricio. That's it. That's all we have to look forward to. The season's over. They're not making this fantasy of them making the playoffs is just that. It's a goddamn fantasy. All right. Like I said, Max Scherzer stinks. What a disgrace. $43 million for this guy. And he's throwing batting practice to the Red Sox the other day. Four home runs in the game in six innings. Really? And then Carrasco. We know Carrasco's terrible. Now, he couldn't get anybody out. What, he give up seven straight hits at one point yesterday? What? And then you bring the crap bullpen in, Drew Smith. Uh, who's this guy? Got whatever the hell his name is. Oh, my God. Does he stink? Oh. Sonny Leone or whatever the hell his name is. I mean, these guys, they, they stink. I can't take it. Thank God it's thank God football's almost here. Thank God for that. And then I'm playing golf. I really I, I because what else is there? You know? If you're a Met fan and they play the Yankees this week, so they got two games, they're off today. They need an off. They can't lose. They play two games with the Yankees at the stadium, right? That's the next two games the Mets play. And I think they play Washington after that at home. You know what's going to happen. They're probably going to split these two games with the Yankees. Although I did see Aaron Judge taking batting practice. He was hitting against Jonathan Loizaga there yesterday. And I don't think he hit it. I don't think he did too well. What I heard, he didn't put any balls in play, which is hard to believe. So it doesn't sound like Judge is coming back anytime soon, even though he was taking live batting practice. Well, not for the Mets series anyway. Not that it matters. Because, like I said, they're going to lose at least one out of two. And the Yankees just swept the Royals, which they should do. And how about the fact, how about this? 
And they're still like, what are they, game behind Toronto for the last wild card too? How about the fact that the Orioles in the American League East have now overtaken the Rays for first place in the AL East? How about that? And I think the Yankees go to Baltimore over the weekend. How about that? The Baltimore Orioles, there's no Frank Robinson, there's no Brooks Robinson, there's no Boog Powell, there's no Jim Palmer or Dave McNally or Mike Cuellar. They have taken over first place in the American League East after Tampa had that crazy, you know, red-hot start to the season. How about that? Unbelievable. But the Yankees swept the Royals. How about the fact that Anthony Rizzo, after I don't know how many games, I think the last home run he hit was like May 10th, finally hit a home run yesterday. He was stuck on 11 home runs for over two months. Finally hit one yesterday. His 12th of the season went 4 for 4 in the Yankees where they went 8-5 to over the Royals yesterday. So they sweep Kansas City like they should, and we'll see what happens now. You got to believe what generally happens in these Met-Yankee series, and I guess Verland, I would assume Verland is pitching tomorrow for the Mets, right? I guess it's Verlander and Sanger that are pitching these two games. I mean, who else could it be? So they got their two best pitches going with what the hell that, that means nothing. But anyway, um, you got to figure they're going to split the two games, right? And by the way, speaking of that, speaking of Rizzo going over two months without hitting a home run, when do you think Peter? When will you think Pete Alonso hits another home run? I mean, Jesus, right? Like the last time Pete Alonso hit a home run, I didn't even have a tan yet. That's how long ago it was. I wasn't even tanned. I could still hear my wife talk. That's how freaking long ago it was that Alonso hit a home run. I mean, what's going on? What a disgrace. How bad is this? How bad is this baseball? You know, this is one. Let's be honest about this. All right. The Mets come into this season with all these massive expectations, right? Massive, right? 101 wins last year, even though they crapped out at the end of the year. Massive expectations. They signed Verlander. Everybody's pumped up. Uncle Stevie's doing a dance, all of this, right? And what happens? They're on their way to like a, you know, a 75 win year. They will be the, – the pace that the Mets are going at right now, what are they, seven games under 500? The pace that the Mets are going right now, they will be the worst team ever. They will have the worst record ever of any team that won 100 or more games the year before in the history of baseball. How about that? So nice of the Mets to be able to grab a record like that, huh? <laughs> Unbelievable. Right, what else can you say? They're done. Please bring up Ronnie Mauricio. I'm begging you. And aren't you sick and tired? I am sick and tired of watching Buck Showalter after every game. Give me, you know, there's no, like he's not upset any at all. There's always an excuse. Well, you know, he did some good things. Well, you got to tip your cap to them. I mean, what? How about Buck coming out and saying what every Met fan knows? We suck. Buck, we suck. Scherzer, he sucked. Carrasco, he sucked. Alonzo right now, he sucks. How about it? And I know you want to call these guys out. They all suck right now. Who doesn't suck? Who on the Mets right now? I'll tell you the one guy that doesn't suck on the Mets right now, Francisco Alvarez. He don't suck. And Beatty's getting better. The kids. Everybody else sucks. McNeil sucks. He's batting 240, whatever the hell he's hitting right now. Lindor has done nothing, you know, for the last, you know, three weeks or so. He's sucked. 
Let me go right on down the line. Nimmo sucks right now. They all suck. Daniel Vogelback has sucked, period. I mean, I mean, come on. Book, how about coming out and say, we suck? <laughs> I want to hear Met. I want how about Steve Cohen coming out and saying, we suck? How about Billy Epple coming out and saying, we suck? How about it? God forbid they do that. This idea that they're making a play, forget it. What's going to happen? Who are they trading at the deadline next week? I still would make that trade. I don't know if the Yankees are making it now because Stanton's starting to hit a little bit. I'll give you Max Scherzer. I said this on the air last week. Max Scherzer for Gene Carlo. I'm in. Who says no? I'm done. Here, here you go. Bring Gene Carlo back to the National League. Bring him to the city field where he's hit more home runs than anybody. Right? I mean, come on. Let's go. That's my trade. We'll give you, you need more pitching Yankees? Here's Max Scherzer. Here's a Hall of Famer. We'll give you, we'll give you one Hall of Famer. I don't know if Giancarlo's a Hall of Famer. But we'll give you the Hall of Famer for Giancarlo. How about that? What do you think? But wouldn't it be refreshing just one time after another just hideous performance by the Mets, wouldn't it be refreshing to hear Buck Showalter say, we suck, right? <laughs> Wouldn't you, wouldn't you, I mean, we finally heard Aaron Boone finally said it last week after they got swept in Anaheim by the Angels, by the Otanis. By the way, you, you think Otani's getting traded next week? What do you think? Right? Who thinks he's getting? I mean, I, I, I still believe I would not be shocked, I'm telling you. If Brian Cashman calls up Artie Moreno, the owner of the Angels, and says, look, Artie, what do you want for Otani? And I don't know if Artie's going to trade him. You know, for the rest of the year. I think Otani's got like 35 home runs now, whatever. I think he hit one yesterday. I I know he's going to trade him because the Angels are kind of right now in, the, in, the, in you know, they were in the fringe of the wild card race. So maybe he's going to keep him for the entire year because we know he's leaving at the end of the year. But can't you see Cashman calling up Moreno and saying, hey, Artie, what do you want? Well, what do I have to give you? What do you want? A couple of Mickey Mantle autographed jerseys? What do you want? For Otani, it'd be a little more than that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens at the trade deadline. Let me get let me get my sponsors in here before I forget. All right. I know I'm rambling on. You know the song by by Zeppelin Ramble on? Ramble on. I don't want to. Don't start singing. I tried to sing. Tony Bennett passed away on a couple of days ago. 96 years old. I should I'm the reverse of that, by the way. I'm 69. Anyway, 96 years old. And I tried to sing a little I left my heart in Sanford's because I don't really know it. Okay. But I, I did a I did like a little verse of it prior to the show here. And it was okay. So I don't really know too many Tony Bennett songs. Although the chairman of the board, the great Frank Sinatra, my all-time favorite, has said that Tony Bennett is the greatest singer of all time. Obviously, Frank never heard me sing. Obviously. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the <laughs> let's get let's get back to the Hackensack ruling. If Frank heard me singing some of his songs, uh, he might he might have died again. Anyway, the Hackensack Brewing Company, located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in beautiful Who Needs a House? Speaking of Billy Joel, Who Needs a House out in Hackensack? The tap room's open 4.30 to 10 Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue. Beautiful, like I said, Who Needs a House out in Hackensack? Is that all you get for your money? Okay, enough. Anyway, that's Billy Joel. If you didn't, Well, you knew. 
Anyway, and I, he's talking about Jersey when he's from the island, you know. I guess the island, I, is the island, do you give the island the edge over Jersey? I don't know. I don't know if I do that. I don't know. You know, the island's such a pain in the ass to get to. Anyway, well, well, yeah, I'm lost here. Um, yeah, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack for the Hackensack Brewing Company. By the way, the great Mike Jones' birthday yesterday, he turned 27. So happy birthday to Jones. They had a big party for him at the brewing company last night. Do you think they'd invite me? I would probably wouldn't have went anyway. But I, but that's all right. I love you anyway, Mike. We'll let you know when the next live podcast will be. But uh, Mike Jones and Herb and TJ and Andre, the whole, as as uh, my old buddy Larry Lasky would say, the whole mishpuka over there. Anyway, we'll let you know when the next live podcast will be. You need a discount tie? Johnny's back. Go see Johnny. Go see Ari. You need work done on your car. So we had this issue with our car. You can't make this up. I got a minute here, a couple little time. So we had this issue with our car. You know, we have a Jeep. It's like 10 years old or whatever. And it's one of those where, like, you know, to start it, you got to press the button. You know, you put your foot on the uh, on the gas pedal, on the brake. That's right, on the brake. And you got to press the button to start the car. Well, we've had trouble starting it, right? It doesn't always start. You got to go through oops. You're pressing this button. Finally, after a couple of minutes, it might start. So we finally took it in. Uh, this is actually it was the morning that we played golf with Sal, with the coach, right? A couple of last Wednesday, two Wednesday, whatever it was, week, two weeks ago now. Time flies, you know, when you're having fun, even when you're not. <clears throat> so we bring it in. And one of the great mechanics over there, Rob, our buddy Rob, good friend of Johnny's for a long time. He says, you know, you could start the car with the ignition key. I'm like, what are you talking about? So he shows me. He pops the little button off, and there you go. And all you got to do is put the thing in, right? Right? Put the key fob into the into the Bob. what? Bob. Oh, not like not like Brett Fav. Like oh, Bob. well, I think Fav. So the key fob, not Fav. The Bob. key fob, right? It's like Estes key fobber. So it's anyway. So you stick it into. The, <laughs> he was a senator many years ago. Anyway. I think he was from Tennessee. Anyway, nobody cares. Anyway, you get the key five, not five. Oh, like five, like fabulous. Yeah. Oh, who knew? All these years, I thought it was five. Anyway, this, this, you know what? This is insanity. So we get the key five, and all you gotta do is stick it in, and it turns the car right on. What? So we were going nuts for all this time. Can't, st- oh, what are we going to do? You know, because oh, it's the only car we got. And right now we really can't go out there and buy a new car. So whatever. Nobody cares. So whatever. All you got to do, it's like the old days. Remember the old days when you actually had to put a key into the ignition and turn the car? What a concept, right? Now you got to push buttons. You got you to gotta scream out the word. You know, you got to say a word like, like shit. And the car starts or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, so now we figured that out. And we want to thank everybody at a needed discount tire. And especially Rob for showing us how to get this done. So if you need any work done on your car, uh, you need the tires, you need your car inspected, go see a needed discount tire in beautiful Rivervale, New Jersey on Westwood Avenue. And they will take care of you. And also DraftKings coming up. Uh, you want to bet on anything? You want to bet on how many more days it will rain in July? I mean, you might get, you know, 
There's only you know, like a week left, but I think the over-under is three. So if you want to you want to see how many more wet July days we can have, <clears throat> maybe DraftKings, you could bet that. You could bet the baseball. You could bet preseason football if you're an idiot and you want actually stupid enough to do that. Uh, you could bet you could bet the WNBA. You could bet, I guess, the women's World, so- World Cup soccer is going on. Can't say I'm all over that, you know. But anyway, you could bet that if you want to bet that. Whatever you want to bet. Regular soccer, golf. There's not much golf left to bet, but you could bet golf too. Hopefully you bet Brian Harmon yesterday at the Open. So, But DraftKings will be back with us for a third consecutive year starting on, uh, well, opening night, which is coming fast and furious. September 7th, the defending champion Chiefs against the, the uh, one of the real, um, you know, up-and-coming teams now, the Detroit Lions, and they will open a season with those two coming up in Kansas City on Thursday the 7th. Of course, the Giants open Sunday night football at home against the uh, Cowboys, and, of course, the Jets, the long-awaited September 11th Monday night, Monday night opener I will be there with Cousin Bro, by the way, against Buffalo in a game they better win. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's all sunshine and light now at Jet Camp. Everybody's happy. Everybody's got a smile on his face at Florham Park. Everybody's doing a dance. Everybody can't wait. Oh, we got Rodgers. And they signed Quinn and Williams. They got him the big contract, you know, $66 million guaranteed and all of that, right? Saquon Barkley's not too happy, but we know that already, right? So anyway, they don't pay running back, but which is really ridiculous, but they don't. So anyway, everybody's happy at Florham Park. It's all beautiful. Everything's beautiful in its own way, the old Ray Stevens song. They better freaking win. <clears throat> it's all I can tell you. Better win. And we just let's hope, Jet fans, all right, because we've been burned before. Let's hope that we're not getting set up for the kill. All right. Because the closer we get to the season. The closer I get to being very concerned that we're going to get it up our rear end. We better win, and we better win big. No other way to say it. Better win, better win big. Nothing short of a division title this year to me is acceptable. Nothing short of it. AFC championship game appearance, nothing short of that. And we better see that confetti coming down in the next two years. Have a great week, everybody. I'll be back Friday. Let's hope it doesn't rain. All the love.